You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 84. everyone. Welcome back to the PMO Strategies Podcast. I am your host, Laura Bernard, and today we are going to be talking with Skip Wiseman, and we're covering the true costs leaders pay when they take communication for granted. This episode is sponsored by ServiceNow. Built on the Now platform, ServiceNow's IT business management solution groups project portfolio management and agile capabilities into scalable packages that can grow with you as your needs change. Create greater value from your initiatives and enable change faster across the enterprise. Learn more at pmostrategies.com forward slash 084. That's pmostrategies.com forward slash 084. Check out all ServiceNow has to offer right on the podcast page. Okay, Skip, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me again. It's great to be back. Oh, fabulous. Okay, so let's dive in to the true costs leaders pay when they take communication for granted. So talk to me about this, the, the costs that leaders pay when they take communication for granted. What does that mean? It means that, not to parrot back, but that there's a cost. There's a real cost to communication not working. And you may have some of these examples from your own experience, Laura, if you think about, was there ever communication that you had to repeat to somebody? Mm. (laughs) Or somebody had to come back to you asking for more clarity on something? Or maybe things that just didn't get done and people put things aside and you had to go back and ask about it because you didn't hear about them for a while. And they said, oh, that, that's right. And maybe they procrastinate on it or whatever. Right. What's the, from a project management standpoint, when there's a project budget and there's, a, <laughs> there's some timeline for, <laughs> for a project, what's the cost of that? And how do you calculate that cost, right? The, the challenging for me in the business that I, I do with my organizational leaders and project leaders and project PMO people, is that sort of a soft cost? Mm-hmm. Right? We're not writing a check for that. Right. And it adds to the time. So that's, that's sort of the, the, the secret cost of, of poor communication. All these little things that get in the way. And on my website, just a, a little while ago, I put together a thing called the communication cost calculator. Ooh. And, and if you go to my website, you can actually put it in the numbers. How many hours a day do you think your team members are wasting due to poor, ineffective, passive aggressive communication? Right? So most people say maybe an hour a day. Yeah. Okay. We'll get, so hour a day, five days a week, that's five hours per person. Mm-hmm. How many people on your team? Let's say a dozen people on your team. Now that's 60 hours a week that's getting wasted. What is the average annual salary and benefits of each of those people? 60 times whatever that number is, mm-hmm. say $50 an hour. Now you're at $3,000 a week, right? Right. Times, $50, times 50 weeks a year. You yeah. just wasted $150,000. Wow. So that's real money. I did this in a workshop a little while back and a woman said, I think they have a company of 500 employees. In a workshop with 100 peers in a room, she said $5 million. She calculated that. Wow. So there's real dollars and cents cost to this. Now, 
because of human nature, we're never going to get it down to zero. Right. It's just, but you can significantly reduce this cost by, I'd say, 50 to 75% if we learn the power communication traits that you know, we talk about on, in the summit and, and overcome some of the things that are in my book on the seven deadly communication centers. But there's real cost to this that people take for granted. Well, and I think as PMO leaders, which many of the people that listen to this podcast are, or they're in some kind of a leadership role where I believe it's their job to be thinking like an investment manager. And so they need to be thinking about all of the costs that will prevent them from achieving the highest possible return on investment for every project. And this is a huge one. And frankly, I don't see this kind of cost showing up when people are calculating ROI, but this is a real opportunity for PMO leaders and portfolio leaders to look across their projects and say, gee, what could we do here to streamline communication, to build more effective communication strategies, to teach people how to communicate in a way that helps them to create more efficiencies in the work they're doing. In the PMBOK and all the PMOs on strategies, there's communication models and frameworks, right? right? It's all well and good. And we can put the best communication flow chart together for who needs to know what, when, and where. Yeah. And that flows at one level or another. But the thing that drives that is each person's own individual ability to communicate what their self-esteem and self-confidence is in communicating and interacting with other human beings. So it all comes back to that, um, that self-communication thing. And in organizations, and I just started coming up with this in the last few weeks, talking about this. There's three types of communication in organizations. There's the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Love Clint Eastwood. And we're not evaluating any of that stuff. We're not talking about that. So you got the good communication. Don't have to talk about it. It's good, right? Yeah. Let's not worry about it. Well, the challenge is we should be talking about the good communication and talking about what's working, so we should do more of it. And right. where can we bring more of this in? But we don't talk about it because it's good. I don't have to worry about it. Right, right. The bad we may talk about and we'll complain and we'll lament about it and wish something was different. And we may even come up with ideas for doing something differently to make it better. But usually what happens is we go back to our old bad habits and never really hold people accountable to the stuff we just talked about fixing. And right. so that doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> and then the ugly, well, forget about where that's too tough to deal with, too emotional, and nobody wants to deal with the ugly stuff, right? Yeah, so, let's ignore it. Pretend, it'll, it'll, pretend it's not there, right? And, then we, and we tolerate what we get out of it. And yeah. that goes back into the costs. Yeah. So at all three of these levels, what I found in the work I do until somebody like me comes in and helps facilitate these conversations and put some accountability in, this stuff doesn't get addressed. Yeah which goes back to the cost. So it's really an insidious way to operate, but I see it way, way too often. So it's this vicious cycle of really, because we're allowing it, it's going to continue and perpetuate, and then it's just going to keep spiraling downwards from the sounds of it if you keep allowing this, the bad and the ugly communication to happen. So what do you recommend to all of our impact drivers listening who I know want to improve how their organization communicates and the role that they can play in helping to facilitate good communication. What tips do you have for them? First of all, just again, awareness is the first step to transformation, right? Yeah. We have to be open to being, hearing what's going on. There's not a project team in the world or PMO in the world, I bet you that if you brought people together in a room, 
and ask them what, what are the biggest challenges, frustrations we need to overcome where communication would not be in the top three. Oh, so true. <laughs> so and it's probably at the top. And that's usually where it ends. And we may talk about some of the bad stuff that we want to wish were different, but we never take it to that next level. And we have to, as leaders say, this is a priority. Communication is costing us. Let's talk about the real cost. Yeah. Or how much did you waste this week because of A, B, and C? Right. Right. Steve, how much did you waste because of A, B, and C? Great. Those right. are hours that we just lost for time and money on our project. We just lost $7,500. Right off our project budget because of that, let's say, whatever it is. And you start quantifying it and make this real to people and say, okay, stake them on the ground and say, we can't do it all, but let's look at the two or the 80, 80, 20 rule, right? What's the 20% of these issues that if we address them and put some accountability towards, myself included, let's really hone in on this and let's create an agreement. I, I'm big on, on creating a team agreement, you know, a, a team charter or whatever, is, I think it's the language in the PMO world, right? Right. Uh, Let's create a team charter simply around what we promise around communication between right. us. Just right. three or four core tenets that, that we're going to agree and hold each other accountable to. And let's work on that for the next 30 days. And, and then we'll check in and see how we're, we're doing against this. But you've got to create some accountability to specific changes in behavior and communication style. Right. And I think it's important. I love this. I love this approach. And I think it's important that people remember to keep it simple, right? Because oftentimes, especially those of us that were raised in project management, now that we're in a position of authority and with the PMO and running our portfolios and all these things, we think, okay, well, we forget that we have to focus on making sure that we're achieving the outcomes, not just creating more outputs and more steps in a process. So I know for many of you, you're thinking your first thought, you don't have to admit it out loud, but at least into yourself, admit your first thought was great. I'm going to create a template for that. Let's make sure that whatever we do, I'm not saying you don't want a template. I'm just saying that we've got to make sure that we are laser focused on the outcome we're going to achieve and that any resource we put in place help us accelerate achieving that outcome. Skip, you've got some great frameworks and resources for people that they can download to help guide them on this journey. But we've got to make sure that we keep laser focused on working with the people to define the outcome we want, what that better world will look like, and then measure that as opposed to how many people filled out a template or how many resources provided, right? And the biggest caveat here, take it to the next level, what you're saying is, it's not about the template. It's not about the process. It's right. not about the flow and the, and the charts. It's about the individual interpersonal communication that's getting in the way. It's how, what's my relationship like with you, Laura, and what can I say to you or can't say to you, or how do I have to circumvent whatever because we don't have that high trust, high respect relationship, right? I'm right. afraid to give somebody constructive feedback or whatever that, things should have been done a little bit differently. And, and we, those are the, that's the interpersonal communication that we take for granted or we avoid and we tolerate that has to end. If we fix that, the other stuff is easy. That's just process. <laughs> right. Right. It's the, it's the relationship thing that we really miss. Yes. And all of you impact drivers out there, I know that you know the importance of building those relationships and here's a great place that you can double down on that and really help people feel respected and appreciated and a part of the process by building something together 
that is more focused on the behaviors that we want to create and emulate and repeat more so than, I know when we get busy, we got a lot going on, we get busy and we'll want to check that box that yes, okay, we've checked the communication box, but it doesn't quite work that way because you're talking about people and building those relationships and that trust and that bond between people. And that's just so critical. Great point. Thank you for that uh, reinforcement, Laura. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) So thank you so much, Skip, for sharing these insights. I really hope that this has helped people think a little bit differently about the role they can play in helping to reduce the cost of ineffective communication in their organizations. These are such great insights. Can you let people know, Skip, of course, you're a speaker as part of the PMO Impact Summit, so they can find you inside our mobile app and community, the Impact Driver Network. Is there another place where you'd like to guide people to learn more about you and the services that you offer? Sure. They can go to yourchampionshipcompany.com. I use baseball and sports as a metaphor for success in business. So yourchampionshipcompany.com. And if people want to play with the communication cost calculator, it's yourchampionshipcompany.com forward slash CCC. Perfect. Don't forget, this episode is sponsored by ServiceNow. Built on the Now platform, ServiceNow's IT business management solution groups project portfolio management and agile capabilities into scalable packages that can grow with you as your needs change and evolve in your organization. Create greater value from your initiatives, getting to that bigger impact, and enable change faster across the enterprise. Learn more at pmostrategies.com forward slash 084. That's pmostrategies.com forward slash 084. Watch their demo and learn so much more about how they can help you make a bigger impact. There you got it. All right. I'd love to know what you guys think after you check the cost of your communications or ineffective communications in the organization and how that goes with your business leaders when you share it with them. All right, everyone, that's it for today. Thank you so much for being here and being a part of our PMO Strategies community. Bye-bye for now. 